So are we ready to get this shindig together? Make it so. Make it so. Engage. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. As always, we would love for you to engage us on social media at Pirate Alice, at Bill Ivory Larson, at The Watchlist Pod. But none of you ever do. Guilt, guilt. Well, we, we did get some coming. Or at least a couple coming. We get a couple, but I want like floods like, of shit. Like recently. Oh, yeah. Floods of shit be great, but we did get something All right. on this week. This past week. Okay. Well, then, then I then I bitch for relatively no reason. Uh, and then, pretty pleased with sugar on top, catch up on all of your back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by going to thewatchlistpod.com. And then, if you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would we would greatly appreciate that. Appreci- oh, my God. Appreciate that? Appreciate that? Oh, my oh. God. Mouth plus words equals sentence okay there you go words hard words and math hard so how are you patty i'm okay how are you you know what i am about to embark beginning tomorrow we're recording this on a friday night first thing saturday morning not that my fat ass needs to eat anymore but i will be eating (laughs) breakfast and then leaving on a seven hour drive to get to a wedding over the weekend Mm. yup Fun. Yup. So uh, we got to make this a little quickie show. I've got two things. I do as well. And and one of them I'm very, very, very interested in engaging with our audience about. Why don't you kick us off? Okay. So the first thing I have is a movie that was on Netflix, or it is still on Netflix, a movie on Netflix. It's a German film. I watched it uh, dubbed into English, though. It's called Paradise. Okay. So imagine this. In the nearish future. As you do. There's, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a method of transferring years of your life to another person. And this changes the world and turns this corporation called Eon into a billion dollar company. Yeah. So the years of life have become a type of currency as well. You can use them as a down payment on a house or you just sell them like lottery ticket kind of thing, get giant wads of cash. And just like in the movie In Time starring Justin Timberlake. I was just about to bring that up. I I was Googling it as we speak. Just like in that movie, um, the rich get to live forever and... The poor are are living shorter lives, except in in time you only aged up to like twenty five, and then you would die after that unless you got years from people just by easily twisting your arm and the display is like under your skin. But aside from that shit, this movie is very similar to that. Uh, uh. It, it is what it is, uh, and you know what you're getting into now that I've told you about this. And Have you seen In Time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how I knew that this movie is just like that one. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought you, you brought it up in your notes or something like that. 
Oh, I put it in my notes so I wouldn't forget the name of the movie. Got it, okay. Because I keep forgetting the name Got of the movie. It. <laughs> so, yeah, I put it in my notes so that I would remember. And not be like, just like that, oh, shit, that movie with that guy who sings. and Yeah. Yeah, no. That's why I put all my notes there. So you're saying that this movie, it's called Paradise, you said? It's called Paradise. It's on Netflix. It's German. And, yes, it's very much the same. Even, like, like in... The Justin Timberlake movie. You saw the poor people living in like the slum kind yeah, of basically squalor area yeah. of the of the future. And then the rich people were in this beautiful suburban Mecca. It's the same exact kind of visual visual. Did they have the clocks too. in their arms too? No. There was nothing in your arm. That's what I'm saying. So it's a as the type of surgery to get these uh ah, the years. So that's what they changed. Okay. You. Yeah, they changed that. It, it's like a medical procedure. You have to go into a center. They have to make sure that you are compatible with, like, the person who's taking the years from you. So the donor, That's like, weird. just like a, uh, no, it's just like a, a an organ. You ha- the donor has to be compatible with the receiver, hmm. like, like medically somehow compatible. Well, for, okay, so. Folks, In Time came out in 2011, so spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> the woman that plays Justin Timberlake's mother is, um, oh shit, now her name just left me, uh, is Olivia Wilde. <laughs> this is why I typed it. I know. So Justin Timberlake <laughs> is the son of Olivia Wilde. Now, just yeah. for kicks and giggles, I'm going to tell you that Justin uh, Timberlake is now 42 years old. Olivia Wilde is 39 years old. Yeah, so <laughs> they showed that, you know, the you stop aging in that movie and by you by your 26th year or something, you have no more years left. Yeah. And and then your timer starts ticking and you got to get the years from wherever. You work for them and that's your the currency of the day. This is like a near future where we still have our regular money currency, but this is a new thing to make the rich richer and help them live longer. And the woman who created this whole process is like, imagine Einstein, if he was still able to live today and all the stuff he could do. I'm like, well, he died off for a reason because he's old and because that's how time works. And just because he lives longer doesn't mean he's going to invent great things. What what year That's is this younger, movie from? More innovative. It's brand new. It's like this year. Is it really? Wow. Yeah, it's a new movie just this year, and so I had many an argument as the woman was giving her big speech about, you know, making the smart people live longer and making the inventors live longer to fulfill their dream, and I'm like, no, that's why you have younger people with new ideas and new thoughts come in, learn what you know. So they can take what you've started into further directions mm. and not limited by your life experience and now your narrow-mindedness. I guess. So No, no I get it. I get it. I mean, so what, <laughs> That's what I'm saying to this movie, and I'm like, this movie's crap. It's okay. not that good. I mean, it, you'd think it would be, but it just made – the whole time I kept thinking about the Justin Timberlake movie – and how it was just prettier to look at. Well, and and that's kind of my thing. I actually, and it was weird, I felt a chemistry 
between Olivia Wilde and Justin Timberlake, which was weird because they're playing mother and son. Yeah. But the best scene in that movie is when the bad guy mm-hmm. somehow retaliate. I forgot what leads up to it, but Justin Timberlake's mom is running out of time, like only has minutes left. And he, yeah, I think sh- he's running home. He's running to home to, to transfer so some time. Die. And that's like the opening of the whole movie. And she is running toward him. And all you have to do is touch your clocks you together. Touch, twist your, you, you twist your arm. You're like shaking hands and twisting yeah. arms or something. Yeah. And he misses it by this much. To me, yeah, that was actually fair. a really good scene. The rest of it was kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to know that this German company, not throwing shade to the company, but to this production, turned crap and made crap. Well, not crap, but turned mediocre into crap. Yeah, yeah. I was I was unimpressed because it's the same old shit, okay. you know, about the rich exploiting the poor. And we move on. Okay. And we move, and on. We move on. So yeah, that's Paradise on Netflix. Meh. All right. I was scrolling through because I realized it was Wednesday and I needed to watch something Um, Uh just because my week has been busy because I'm going to this wedding thing and and I'm scrolling through Amazon Prime and I found something called Airbnb Nightmares and it is from 2016. So the things that they report because they it's the kind of documentary that gives statistics and all that other sort of stuff is from, you know, seven years ago. But it it tells the nightmare scenarios of Airbnb from the renter's perspective. Like when you get there, it's not what you expect. The person who is renting out their Airbnb, a.k.a. the landlord, it tells the nightmare scenario of people trashing the Airbnb. But it also shows the perspective of the people who rent the Airbnb. So it's showing both sides. It's showing both sides, but it shows a third side. And it oh, and there's, a third, there's side. a third side, how it's destroying the rental market in major cities like New York and London because people rent an apartment and then they illegally sublet it as an Airbnb, mm-hmm. which takes away a rental property from somebody in those cities who's legitimately trying to rent an apartment. Right. It's taking a home away from people. Correct. It was an interesting documentary that really plays into fear. Hmm. And, I, and I have had friends rent Airbnbs before. And everything has been just fine. It's been lovely, mm-hmm. you know. And and I rented. I actually was part of an Airbnb rental once. Like you went there and stayed. Yeah, like me and Laura there? and her family all rented an Airbnb because it was a big old house, and okay. and everything was fine. Everybody had their room, and everything was great, perfect, right? But these are and when you watch this, if you watch this, it is the nightmare scenario. It, it's very much like um, like hard copy or something like that, doing an in-depth expose about Airbnb. Gotcha. But also how Airbnb has covered up 
a lot of uh, negative reviews of its properties, as well as didn't pay the landlords for fixing their air, you know, for fixing up their Airbnb after it's trashed by Mm -hmm. students and and young people who are, um, they rent it, they throw a rager and then shit gets broken, pissed on condoms everywhere yeah, and they don't care and they don't give a yeah. shit so airbnb and it's only when these people go to the press that things are finally sorted out yeah because i mean you could rent this airbnb for your party trash the place and who gives a fuck because it's not like they can kick you out because you're leaving anyway and that's another thing they said that they've had nightmares trying to get a person to leave the airbnb oh shit there's that too oh god so I have to admit something, and this is going to make me sound like a crotchety old fucker. It played into my fears about renting an Airbnb as the landlord. Like if I ever had a property that I was going to buy to rent out, that plays into all. And I'm sure everybody who is a landlord listening to this has that same fear, whether you're a long term lease or a, you know, Airbnb. So if you're into the dark, you know, the seedy dark side of Airbnb, watch Airbnb nightmares. If you if you just want to go along your merry way and just rent Airbnbs, you can ignore Don't this. Look at it. Yeah, you know what? It, it's just one of those, It's it very much sensationalizes the bad of Airbnb, but it is very real. Uh, because of a housing shortage in the rental market, as well as their cover-ups as a company. Ah, okay. So it's sensational, but it's true. That's uh, Airbnb Nightmares on Amazon. And it says also, free with ads on Freebie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Freebie's a thing. That's Freebie's a thing. stuff, yeah. Yep. But anyhow, there you go. My only other thing that I have is a series that I found on Vicky. It's a Korean drama. And it is what? called Yeah, I know. This is what I've been watching. You don't do many of those. This is what I've been watching, man. It I is know. called Lies Hidden in My Garden. This is a really good juicy one. So, uh this woman who's a housewife, her her husband is a doctor. She grew up in a wealthy family. They live in this lovely house with a nice big yard and her day is peaceful, but she seems like something seems a little off. Like maybe she's got uh, depression or something. And some people come to the door to welcome them to the new neighborhood. And they all comment about this weird smell coming from the back there, that house's backyard. And she keeps looking out the window wondering what is, she smells it too, but her husband and her son keep acting like, I don't smell anything. There's nothing back here. I don't know what you're talking about. So she thinks she's losing her mind. But then you know, when the neighbors say something smells funny, she's like, see, they have it too. What are you talking about? And her husband seems to keep brushing everything under the rug. And she gets a little like something's going on. And uh, she digs up starts digging in the backyard even though her husband keeps telling her not to and that she's crazy and whatnot and there's a a hand coming up out of the the dirt she manages to uncover a hand 
And then I guess you could say the wackiness ensues. The wackiness ensues. Yeah, there's another woman who gets involved. Her husband is horribly abusive to her, and she's been trying to get evidence to have him arrested or to get a you know divorced and arrested. She's pregnant, and he dies. And then her husband had a connection to the housewife's husband, the doctor, and... There's a lot of like blackmail and secrets and ooh, lies hidden in my garden. It's on Vicky. <coughs> it's really good. It's really, really good. Okay. Like a good juicy kind of drama. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I liked okay. it. It was really good. I like that one. All right. The final thing I have tonight. Mm hmm is the brand new Star Wars show that debuted on Disney Plus what? this week, Ahsoka. Really? A Star Wars show? You don't I know. review any of those ever. Not at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Whatever. What comes around goes around, buddy. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> but not really. Because you're right. I get yeah. it. Um, <laughs> she Actually, fuck. She is actually right. But anyway... But it, but it proved, okay, but here's the thing. This is why we want people to engage with us right. to tell us more of what to watch. Because exactly. obviously, Patty is into her K dramas and stuff. Mm -hmm. I am into genre stuff, whether it, especially sci fi and action pictures. I am also but, into sci fi. So there's more. Well, right. Genre so, stuff, yeah. so let us know. Should we, you know, I, okay, I'll get off. Help us expand our, our library. Palette or palette. whatever. There you go. Expand our palette. There you go. Thank you. But I'm, but I, but I, so yes, I'm reviewing a sci fi show. Um, it's the new series Ahsoka starring Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. I like Rosario Dawson. I love Rosario Dawson. I, awesome. I think over her career, she has done amazing things. She's done some really great stuff. Yeah. And I did also watch Ahsoka, but. I just don't feel like I got enough of it to be able to uh, properly review it, which is why I'm allowing, uh, why I figure you just tell us the whole thing and, and I'll pipe in with. Here's my thing though. I, of course, anything Star Wars, I try out. Of course I do. This was the first show that I felt lost in immediately. So I'm not alone, thank God. No. And I even, and shout out to Dylan, who I work with. Uh, shout out to Dylan. He and I were talking about it, and he consumes everything Star Wars. I said, so you watched Star Wars Rebels. Uh, that's one of the animated shows on Disney+. And he said, oh, yeah. And I said, I felt like I was missing something jumping into it. And he said, oh, yeah, you are. So even a, a, a Star Wars fan acknowledged the fact that if you don't have the background of Star Wars Rebels, you're going to be kind of lost. I uh, googled like the timeline to even figure out where in Star Wars universe this falls into. And yep. it seems like it's more than just Rebels you might need to have watched to really follow this. Because mm. this character has been in a few things, I think. I could be totally wrong and have misread that timeline article I found. 
Well, there's a meme that I found. Oh. Because the first thing that Laura actually asked me, she said, when the fuck does this happen in the Star Wars That's timeline? exactly what I was trying to figure <laughs> out, yes. And there's a picture of Charlie O'Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like trying exactly to explain, like, like, ah. And he's and the backdrop is the whole timeline of movies <laughs> yes. from and then from the strings Star Wars. going from one place. Yes, to the exactly. Other. Yes, yes. It's it's exactly hilarious because it's accurate. From yeah. what I saw, and of course, um, you know, everybody check me on this. It takes place nine years after the Battle of Yavin, meaning the end of the first Star Wars movie. Nine years after that, end of the first like Episode One Star Wars movie. Yes, that is, no episode four. What I call Star Wars, I don't call A New Hope. I, I, I just call I, it Star Wars. I know, but okay. for people who don't know this, that's why I'm checking. So this and is after it, yeah. Luke and Leia and that part. After Luke and Leia destroy the first Death Star. Exactly. Okay. Nine years after that. So nine years after the Death Star... This is when this right. takes place. Okay. And Ahsoka Tano was the Padawan Jedi learner to Anakin Skywalker. Now. Before he became Vader. Probably. Before he became Vader. So that is her timeline. So she's kind of older here. And Correct. And some young whippersnapper. Correct. And we okay. saw her in... Uh, other shows like The Mandalorian. Yes, we saw her. Her she like Rosario Dawson debuted in The Mandalorian because there is a part where, you know, Grogu, yeah, has to make to the choice. To right, you know, has to make a choice: either become a Jedi or stay with the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. But of course, if she went off, you know, if he went off to join that, everybody would stop watching the fucking Mandalorian because well, we all watch it for Grogu. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> if you okay so i watched episode two which is an amazing episode i i stopped after episode one because dwight had come home and i wanted to see if he wanted to watch this at all because i was happy to watch episode the first episode again mm -hmm. because i felt like i missed I, uh, yeah like you, i felt you, like i don't know what the fuck i just watched Exactly, because they mention characters and times and places that you needed to watch this other show for. So my main problem with this is that it is truly the first show that you need to watch other shit for. Other shows kind of onboard you with exposition or its own plot line, so you can just jump right in, and if you have the backstory, great, but you don't need it. Mm -hmm. this one you need it and one thing that i read is like it's it's technically season five of star wars rebels God. and so so i'd have I to watch that... four seasons of a cartoon to even know what the hell's going on but like the mandalorian that just started and although i didn't know exactly where in the whole timeline it came in i didn't need to know correct because yeah. and i didn't like these like it didn't tell me these are people that were related to people, and I didn't I didn't need to know any of that mm -hmm. as I started into it. Unlike yeah, Ahsoka, where you you have to know. Yeah, you gotta you, if, know. If you don't know this shit, you're gonna be like me and like, what the fuck? Even though I've seen like a bajillion of these Star Wars things now. 
So my review is this. If you if you make it through episode one and you have not seen Star Wars Rebels, stick with it through episode two because by then the plot thickens and you're kind of on board with some characters and all that other sort of stuff. I thought episode two was fucking fantastic. Okay. However, mm-hmm. you have to make it through the first episode where you're going to be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Why am I watching the, these two different people that don't seem related at all? Right. And they could have given you stuff to read at the beginning. There was a quick scroll, but There's it a didn't crawl. really tell me who, who's who or anything, I don't think. Well, no, it doesn't tell you who's who, but it's the first <laughs> crawl that we get mm-hmm. kind of describing what's happening okay. in the Star Wars universe. Yes. After the fall of the Empire. So, do I recommend this show? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I recommend this show, but now Laura and I looked at each other and said, we're going to go back and watch Star Wars Rebels, aren't we? And I said, yeah, we are. (laughs) Because what I want is the excitement of seeing these characters and, and know what they're talking about and kind of feel the emotion behind it instead of just jumping in and playing catch up. That's what I don't dig. Other than that, I thought it was an act. It, it looks slick and polished and high production values and cool shit and love it. But if you if you are. You might feel left behind watching this show and it will make you want to drop it very quickly. But anyway, Ahsoka on Disney Plus just dropped with the first two episodes and then every week they're going to drop a new episode. All right. All right. Speaking of people communicating with us, I on our Facebook post about uh, the streaming services and whether you're ready to cancel and what you talked about last week of oh, yeah. canceling things. Um, friend of the show, Larry, he tells us that he ditched AMC Plus and he could do without Hulu, but because it's bundled with Disney Plus, he got to keep it and he only has showtime because it's hooked with paramount plus apparently and now that he has to pay for peacock he's feeling the same way you do that uh he wants to cut down his comcast bill and figure out something else because he's kind of pissed off Hmm. um and uh he feels that he wants to get rid of apple plus as well um also he can't get rid of hb the max hbo max until the uh they cancel the show, and just like that, uh, the Sex in the City reboot, because his wife will be very angry, because she likes that show. And then uh, another friend of the show, Betsy, she says she yep. will get rid of Peacock, definitely, at least My favorite Twilight, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then, weirdly, she's wants to get rid of Netflix, because she rarely watches it these days, although she says she's ready for Rebel Moon. Have you seen the trailer for Rebel Moon? No, I haven't. It's a new thing that Dwight made me watch. Um, and I didn't make notes on this because I forgot she was ready for Rebel Moon. Okay. It is coming out in December 22nd. It's the latest Zack Snyder production. Ah. And I believe it's going to be on Netflix. 
Yeah, December 22nd. Uh, Netflix, yeah. Okay, yeah. Anthony Hopkins, Charlie Hunnam, um, Jenna Malone, Sophia Butella. They're all people who are going to be in this. And Ray Fisher, who people may know as Cyborg from the Zack Snyder Justice League. Oh, yeah, I don't know who he is. Okay, but when you said the character, I'm like, okay, yeah, now I know who he is, but... Yeah, the name right. meant nothing to me. So Rebel Moon, that's a new thing that's coming out on Netflix. And that's the only thing keeping her with Netflix. Though. Yeah, she's she rarely watches Netflix, but she does want to see that. And my sister, Samantha, also friend of the show. So we get to hear from all of our friends of the show. Um, she's kind of over Netflix, but it, she says it's easy. And she likes Max, but she doesn't go there quite as often. Um. Apple is one she's going to get for like a month and the winter and binge everything and then cancel it. <laughs> Which, hey, yeah, that's what people do. They get a, ser- uh, a, a service for yeah. one or two shows they want to see and then watch it for that month or whatever they paid for and then they drop it until the next big thing comes out. But here's my thing about that, though. It's a pain in the ass. Cancel, resubscribe, cancel, resubscribe, cancel, resubscribe. That's a giant pain in the in the dick. Maybe and I don't want to yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, I but, don't want it either. Yeah. But very much like um Betsy, I wouldn't mind canceling Netflix, but there are a few things on it that we do watch. Now I have a friend uh who is a friend of mine, ironically, back from the class of eighty eight in Kenwood, named what? Tiffany. What's Shout out to Tiffany. She said, I went to go catch up on Bel Air, although the story isn't as great as the first season, and it asked if I wanted to purchase Peacock. Like, how is Comcast slash Xfinity raising its prices every year and reducing the availability of good programming? Where in tarnation are our hundreds of dollars even going? Yeah, good question. And, and I and I wrote to, and that is in response to me adding Peacock. I did an at Peacock letter oh. on Facebook and Instagram. And I wrote, dear at Peacock. So mm-hmm. someone running their social media team should see this. I have to say I'm extremely unhappy with you. Our household gives you, at Comcast, almost $2,400 a year. And you can't continue giving me Peacock Premium for free? That's BS, and your free offerings are not enough at all. Throw us customers a bone and reinstate Premium. I lay this out in my podcast, The Watchless Pod, yes, shameless plug, of course. and find out which service I did drop. So Peacock is one of those channels that I wish I could just erase, and I could probably just erase the app on the on Roku and then forget all about it. Yep, you sure can. But I tr- I truly 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 think that if you subscribe to Comcast and you give them your hard-earned dollars, they should throw you the bone and give you premium for free. If you are a subscri- if you are not a subscriber and you don't have to pay Comcast for your internet or your or your um, cable then yes, by all means, charge a regular monthly rate like every other app out there. But I just don't think that a conglomerate like that can't give away 
something. Right. To people who give you that much money because you milk them for that. Yeah, already loyal customers. Give them Already loyal customers. And if I dropped TV to do, as an example, YouTube TV, then you're going to jack up my internet-only price to help make up for it. Yeah, you're going to make me pay more for less services from you. Right. So if I were to keep my internet and my TV, I'm paying less money than if I just do internet. And I don't understand the logic behind that. Like, why? What are right. they getting more money from for having me have the bundle of internet and TV versus right. just internet? And I that's know. why we have cable. That's why after five years of not having cable, we went back. Because mm -hmm. it actually saved us money. It, it, we are getting engagement, and I appreciate that, folks. But here is what I want to know from people. How pissed off are you? I know I asked this question last week, and I'm going to keep asking it because I want to know. And when are you going to do something about it? Like, what is your last straw going to be? Let us know. I would love to hear your, your replies. Uh, either go to thewatchlistpod.com, click on the contact, contact us button, Go to our social media at the Watchlist Pod, at Pirate Alice, or at Bill Ivory Larson, and let us know. I think we are at a saturation point. I don't think another stream, and we've already seen a consolidation of streaming services because fucking Discovery Plus tried and failed. So I will say this and then we'll end. Okay. I miss the days when Netflix was just a fucking DVD company. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. You could keep the DVD as long as you wanted. Mm -hmm. You got your next DVD when you finally sent that fucker in. That was it. Yeah. They did have I miss those a days. level where you could have two at once. But you wouldn't get yes. any more until you sent one of those two back. Until you sent one of them back. It was mm -hmm. just like Blockbuster Video. It was great. It was great. And I, and I had, like, right up at the corner, like, not even a full, not even a block, not even a half a block. There was a mailbox mm. that I could just drop them in. I remember moving in with Laura and sealing up my last Netflix DVD <laughs> before it became streaming. Mm -hmm. And don't don't get me wrong, I actually like being able to call shit up at a moment's notice. That's the beautiful thing about technology. But they think they have us over a barrel. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. It's They're just playing on your FOMO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are just playing on your FOMO. So what if you miss the premiere of this show? Now, what they've started doing is taking shows off... Because, and, and that's just some really shady shit about residuals and all that other sort of shit. But Ahsoka is going to live on Disney Plus fucking forever. Yeah, yeah. So if you canceled it, you shouldn't worry. Well, is Disney going to put things back in the vault, as they say? Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> 
Can you fucking imagine if they did that shit? Like you only have 30 days left to watch The Lion King before it goes back into our digital vault. Mm -hmm. And then they'll come out with some super special. Oh, my fucking God. You just gave them an idea. I, I have a feeling <laughs> they've already got those ideas. Yeah, but it's it, it would be kind of a brilliant idea to get you to stream fucking Lion King and all pay, that other sort of shit. At least pay for it for a month, but then if everybody's paying for it for that same month because it's the last month, do you know the oh, the internet, the bit rate and the downloads that would just crash the whole fucking site? Everybody trying to watch the and same thing. And that's exactly their, that's, but that's their wet dream. Well, that's what happened, I think, when they first came out. Everything was like not working so well because too many people jumped on at the same time. Yeah, so they, everybody jumped on at the same. And I can't remember. System, otherwise, people would be pissed. Yeah, well, because you're also dealing with kids. They crashed the internet because all the parents in the world jumped on Disney Plus so their kids could watch it. Yep. That being said, in the technology age, I wish things were a little bit simpler so that we could go and not have to worry about what channel shit was on yeah and how much it's costing us to get that channel yeah <sighs> patty is of course going to edit out a lot of this mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you want to know what we said log on to the watchlistpod.com click on the contact us button or engage with us on social media we would love to hear from you because i don't know because right now we're at 58 minutes I have no idea this show could end up being 27 and change. Quite possibly. We, we don't know. <laughs> huh? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. All right. Everybody, uh, have a great week. Have an awesome week. Stay and, stay and, cool uh, out there because it's uh, going to be a hot one through to the Labor uh, Day weekend, I think. It's going to be yeah, hot again, man. according to Weather Guy. It was stupid hot here uh, the past few days. And on that happy note... Have an awesome week, everybody. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.